Welcome to the Eastridge Church South Campus Podcast. We bring to you the message portion of our Sunday services in a convenient podcast form. You can listen on your way to work, during your lunch break, or even during your workouts. We want to put tools in your pocket to help you throughout the week. If you would like to find out who we are or what we are about, please visit us at eastridge.church. All right, let's go. We start a new series today that I'm super excited about called The Lies We Believe. And if you hear people talk at times, or sometimes they'll post this on social media, one of the things that they'll say is, I hate a thief and I hate a... That's what people say. They say we say it. We, we do. Because we do. We hate it. We hate when someone steals to us. We hate when someone lies to us. And this series is going to delve into the fact that we do a lot of lying to ourselves. That each one of us, our mind is full of lies. And we didn't put them there. Not all of them. Not even a fraction of them. Jesus said this. He said that we have an enemy and he's come to kill, steal, and destroy. And then Jesus said that he is a liar. And what the enemy does is he fills our minds with lies. Bombards them. As a matter of fact, it says that we think 6,000 complete thoughts. This is not even counting incomplete thoughts. 6,000 complete thoughts every day. And of these complete thoughts, 80% of them are negative. And so we're bombarded with these lies. And here's the thing that we don't understand. Our minds move in the direction of our strongest thoughts. And so if you're constantly be, being fed lies, and you, you're believing them, then your mind's going to move towards those lies. It's just the way our minds work. Our minds move towards our strongest thoughts. What happens is we get in this habit of stinking thinking. This is the, the term that is used by my friends at Celebrate Recovery. We get in this, this, this habit, this dangerous habit of just stinking thinking. The enemy throws a cloud of negativity over our lives. Whatever's going on in our lives, just this cloud of negativity and their lies, and we buy into them. And so in this series, we're going we're gonna to jump in and we're going to attack some of these lies. Lies like, things are going to go from bad to worse. That's what we're going to talk about today. Or that I'm not good enough. Or that I'm the only one who struggles. Or I'm alone in my struggles. That I have to perform in order to, for God to love me. That I have to do good for Him to earn His love. And the last one is that, that I'm done. I can't do it. And over and over we hear these lies and we kind of have built our life on these lies. Well, the Scripture that we're going to use today uh, for, for the series the, is about changing the way we think. That you and I have to change the way we think. And we can do it. You can do it. Even though we're bombarded with lies, God's given us truth and we can change. But I'm going to read the Scripture to you. It says, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all He has done for you. We talk about this, and the same things last week. We talk about the front end of this verse a lot. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind He will find acceptable. He's saying, hey, you give yourself to God. This will be, this is truly the way you worship Him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you change you metamorphosis that's the word there change you let god change you into a new person by changing the way you think 
See, our thoughts are so strong. Do you realize that sin happens in the mind? Before, most of the time, before you ever commit a sin, you thought about doing it first. And when we are bombarded with lies and we build our lives on lies and negativity, it is the outcome of our life. But we can change or let God change us by changing the way we think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. I'm super excited. The basis for this series came from a book by Craig Rochelle. So I want to I want to I want to give him credit. And I want to tell you the name of the book. You may want to get it. It's called Winning the War of Your Mind. Today we're going to talk about things will never get better. Worst case scenario. Things are going to go from bad to worse. Bad things are going to keep happening. And here's all transparency. I've struggled this week. You know why I've struggled? Because this was the week I was looking forward to. School's back. COVID's getting behind us. And then all of a sudden, the last couple weeks, we see it trickling up. And I have these thoughts. This is never going to end. Anybody have that thought? This is never going to end. We're back. We're back at it again. And we have people that have COVID and they are sick. People in our community, people not for our church, it, it, is, it is literally jump back up. And so I have this thinking, as I'm thinking about this Sunday, I've always championed having a worst case scenario mind thinking. That I always felt like that if I went to the worst case scenario and worked myself back, that that was good because then, here's the truth, I could control how disappointed I would be. Is everybody with me on this? Or I could manage my hurt. My wife is just the exact opposite. Thank God I married her. Because she is positive about everything to the point that I call her Peggy Positive. Peggy Positive, thanks for that positive. I need it. Sometimes it's annoying, but I need it, y'all. Let me share something with you. Worst case scenario thinking. Does anybody have that kind of thinking that you want to go to the worst case scenario and work your way back? Is anybody like that? Nobody will raise their hand now because I said it's bad. It's a terrible way to live. It is. It's terrible. And it's something that I have had to work on for a long time. This is no lie. This is how much ingrained when I thought about bad things happening. I don't know if you remember when we first got married. She, we would call us for a cell phone, call her on the phone, and I would literally say to her, did anything bad happen today? Terrible way to live. Why? Because this is the lie that we believe. We believe that things are going to go from bad to worse. That it's never going to get better. That bad things are going to happen. They're right around the corner. We have this thing that happened in threes. You ever hear people say that? Happened in threes. I'm going to throat punch whoever thought of that and came up with that. Happened in threes. They happen all the time. We just see them in threes. Does everybody know that? They don't happen in threes. There's nowhere in the Bible God says it's going to happen in threes, guys. Get ready. This is two. One's coming. It just doesn't work like that. Doesn't work. As a matter of fact, I became convicted of this by a scripture that is so familiar. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And so, how do you get out of stinking thinking? How do you change your thought process? How do you Stop believing the lies 
that things are not going to get better, that it's going to go from bad to worse, that this is never going to end because that's what happened, that bad things are right around the corner. How do you change that? Well, here's what you have to do. You have to create new pathways. You have to create new pathways. A lot of times our thinking gets in a rut. And a rut is, if you see a rut, you ever been on a dirt road that has a rut? Or you got a rut in your yard? A rut is, is where accidentally or because uh, there's been no work involved, the water has been allowed to run wherever it wants to run, and it creates a rut in the ground. It creates a rut in the road. It's just something that happens accidental. Same thing happens in our minds. Accidentally, because we are not active with our thinking, we're not, we're not thinking about the, that this is a lie being fed to me, uh, that we build these ruts. This will never get any better. This is, this is not going to work. Bad things happen. This is just becomes a rut. And what you have to do is that you have to combat that rut by digging a trench. Now, a trench is something that is, uh, you do intentionally. I want the water to flow this way. I want it to go this way. And the Bible is like water to our brain. As a matter of fact, Ephesians says that our brain is washed by God's Word. It changes us. Where The Scripture right there says, let God change you by the way you think. That's what happens. And so you and I have to dig a trench. Well, let me share something with you. In order to dig a trench, you have to have a shovel. Now, has anybody ever been on the back end of a shovel? That's a lot of fun, isn't it? Let me share something with you. You don't know what work is until you've been on the back end of a shovel all day. Your back starts hurting. You start, your, your legs are hurting and things are hurting. But that's what has to happen with our thinking. You have to put the work in that I'm going to build or dig a trench so that I can fill water where I want it to go, the water of God's Word in my mind. And so we have to create new pathways. Look at the Scripture here. <laughs> he says, now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. I don't have COVID. I'm just letting you know. Just letting you know. Trust me. Fix your thoughts on what is true. Fix. It says fix. It means to steady your thoughts. That you fix your gaze. You steady your thoughts. That you are attentive to what's going on, what's going into your mind. Now, there's two types of people in this world. There are people that <coughs> wake up every morning at the same time because their body is trained to do so. Is that you? You just wake up. Some people just wake up. Wake up. You hear people say, I just wake up at 5 o'clock. I don't even need an alarm clock. We hate those people, don't we? We hate them. Hate them. And then there's other people that have to set an alarm. Got to set an alarm. Set an alarm, whatever. Yeah, with, with, with several snoozes, like 10 snoozes. But when you have an important appointment, a doctor's appointment, something that's going on that you know you have to be there, almost everybody sets their alarm. They fix their alarm. You and I have to do that with our thinking. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right 
and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. That you and I have to create a new pathway, a new trench of good thoughts in our lives. Combating the lies with truth. That you and I have to fix our thoughts. Here's the truth. Nothing that we drift into is ever good. You don't drift into getting in shape. I don't know how. What I just woke up and I was in shape. Doesn't happen. You don't drift into a good marriage. We just, we just, I don't know. We just, we just have. No, there's work involved. That you have to work. That you have to, to be attentive. Do you have to start fixing some things? That I'm steadying some things. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. We're going to make it. And you have to do the same thing with our, with your thought process. You have to fix your thoughts and focus on good things. When when the enemy says it's going to go from bad to worse, you say no, it's not. Because Cameron just told us <coughs> that God works all things to our good. So which one are you going to believe? You're going to believe that God works all things to your good, or you're going to believe well, it's going to, here it's coming in threes. That's what we do, don't we? Here it goes, bad to worse. Things are getting bad. It's never going to get any better. Oh boy, it's never going to get better. But you fix your thoughts on things that are good, true, honorable, excellent, and praiseworthy. And here's what the scriptures say: As a person thinks, so they become. That the scriptures say that God changes us by the way we think. He uses His Word, the Word of God, to change the way we think. So we got to create new pathways. The second thing is this. You got to guard what you think about. Very similar to the first one, but you got to guard what you think about. And I want to talk to you about this because I'm going to give you some homework. Who's ready? One of the best and easiest things you can do in guarding the way you think is to get some scriptures, write them on a note card, and just put it in your car. Put it somewhere in your car where you can see it. You may want to pick John 3.16 or maybe you want to pick the verse that I just had right there. Fix your thoughts. Or maybe you've got a favorite verse. But you, what you and I have to do is that we have to guard our thoughts. And how we do that is by meditating on Scripture, by memorizing some Scriptures. And so here's what I'm asking you to do to get some note cards. Maybe you get five or ten note cards. I know they don't, they don't come in packs like that. but And you start today by writing a Scripture down and you put it in your car or you put it in the mirror in your bathroom or you put it on your desk at work. This becomes the focus of your thoughts. Things aren't going to get bad from bad to worse because God says He works all things to the good of those who love the Lord. And I'm going to meditate on that. And every time the enemy says, hey, it's going to go from bad to worse, no, it's not. God's saved me. He loves me. He's working for my good. He's forgiven me. I may have messed up today, but He's forgiven it on the cross. That I'm, I'm valued that He's working in my life in ways that I don't see it, I may not feel it, but it's happening. Because I believe God's Word over what I am putting in my mind or what's coming in my mind from the enemy. And you've got to memorize, you've got to do the work of thinking God's Word. So, I'm asking you, 
Go get some note cards. I know you're going, Gary, yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 look, I'm 56 years old. I don't like homework either. But what if all of us in this room today started changing the way we thought? Started focusing and meditating on Scripture. Look at the Scripture right here that talks about meditating on Scripture. He says, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. He's talking about the law of the Lord. He's not talking about all the rules of God. He's talking about the Word of God, that you meditate on it day and night. You look at it. You wake up in the morning, it's there. You go to bed, you review it. You know what? God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Bad things are not around the corner. Good things are. Because of Jesus Christ. You meditate on it. You start changing the way you think. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season. Their, ne their leaves will never wither, and they will prosper in all they do. Who doesn't want that? I want that in my life. Well, you've got to change your way of thinking. You know the funny part about thinking is? You'll get what you think about. That if you think about negative thoughts, then you will be negative. If you think bad things are going to happen, then you'll see them around every corner. Is that right or wrong? But if you think about good thoughts and you put good things around, you're going to see good things around. You're going to see God's blessings around every corner. You're going to see Him work in your life. But we're going to meditate on Scripture. So I'm asking you to make this commitment that you're going to do this. That you're going to go to Dollar General, Walmart, wherever you want to go. Maybe you've got note cards at your house. You're going to get a note card today, and you're going to write down a Scripture, and that's going to be the first thing you look at when you get in your car or when you look in the mirror, and you're going to focus that on that Scripture that day. Whatever it is. And that's going to be the starting point of your day. And see if God doesn't work in your life. <coughs> and then we think, talk about think and memorize Scripture. And I'm just going to give you, these are just some examples. The lie is, this will be the worst it can be. It's not going to get any better. This is it. It's going to go from bad to worse. Worst case scenario thinking, Here's the truth. Here's the scripture. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity. You and I don't have to be scared. But He's given us a spirit of power, love, and self discipline. God's not given us a spirit of fear and timidity. I don't have to be scared. I don't have to be scared that bad things are going to happen. God's got you. God's got me. He's got us. Years ago, uh, Les and I were driving to Florida. We had our kids. The kids were young. And uh, we were going to St. Pete to see her parents. We got about halfway there, and my car started making a noise. <laughs> and... I was thinking, well, I'm going to try to ride this thing out. And then it kept making more noise. And we got around Lake City. Got around Lake City. And I pulled over. And one of the it was Saturday night. It was late. One of the idler pulleys had uh, messed up. I and mean, it, it was actually chewed up. I don't even know how the belt was still on there. And so I pulled over. And there was a Super 8. There was, there was one hotel, Super 8 Motel. And it wasn't very nice. And we all piled in there. And Lisa said, what are you going to do? 
I said, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to sleep. I didn't know how we were going to get fixed. I didn't know what was going to happen. Called our parents and said, hey, we're not going to be there tonight and everything. I thought, man, Sunday. I, I, I know it looked like an easy fix, but you know, I didn't have any tools with me. I was like, I had all these things in my mind, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to give this one to the Lord. So I prayed, and I went to bed. I woke up the next morning, and I get a phone call. Leslie's parents have some friends in Lake City. And this guy, Lanny, calls me. He says, hey, I'm going to come over and I'm going to fix your car. Now, Lanny is like the equivalent of Cameron Moore. He was the worship leader. He was the choir director at their church. So he told his church, it was Sunday morning, that he would not be there that Sunday because he was going to come help me. Now, if Cameron did that, I'm not sure how I'd feel about that. But I loved it for me that day. You know what I'm saying? So he comes over there and he fixes my car. Doesn't want any money. We ended up sending him a gift card and a note because we were super grateful. And I tell you that because you can look in a situation and think it's going to go from bad to worse. There's no, there's no hope and all this other stuff. It's not true. Whatever you're going through, hear me. It's not true. Things are not going from bad to worse. I don't know what COVID's going to do, but I know this. The church has endured much worse and come out on top. And it's going to come out on top every time because Christ is king. He's not just king of the church. He's king of my life and your life. And he loves you more than you ever knew. He loves me more than I ever know. Sometimes the enemy, man, he bombards us with just how we don't measure up and how things are going to get bad. It's never going to get better. Watch this. Da, da, put it away. Christ is king. He's not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but a spirit of power and love and self-discipline. Let's look at one more. Well, here's the thought. I can face every day with the power of God and the love of God and the mind of God. Now, here's another one. Scripture. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is a full stomach or empty or plenty or little. And we know this Scripture. This would be a great Scripture for you to wake up to every morning or for you to go to bed to every morning or for when you got in your car every morning to focus on this. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. I can do everything. Am I saying bad things are never going to happen? That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is Christ is bigger than anything bad in your life and my life. And He wants to work. We've just simply got to change our thinking and let God's Word guide where our thoughts go. Dig a trench to let God's Word wash the lies out of your mind and my mind. Here's the new thought. I have all I need in Jesus to do all that Jesus has called me to do. Well, I'm super excited about this series. And I've grown weary of the enemy's tactics, of his lies, of the cloud that he wants to put over your life and my life. And I wonder... If you're weary too. And so this is what I want to do. I want to close out and I'm going to ask the band to come up. And I'm already standing because I've shared with you that in my past 
my thought life has been negative. And it's something I have to work on. And I've seen what happens when I trust the Lord and I believe His Word and His truth. And I'm asking today, is there anybody here that you need to stand and say, you know what, I'm tired of this too. I'm already standing. And I'm not going to ask anybody to close your eyes and bow their head, but, but you've been listening to some lies. If you'd stand and you want to change, is anybody here? And I'm going to pray for you, but I want to share this one last thing. This only works through Jesus Christ. Him in your life. You need resurrection power. The one who rose from the dead. You need His power in your life. And if you've never accepted Christ, I'd love to talk to you. I'll be down front after this service. I want to pray for you right now. Father, I pray that we would focus on Your Word. That we would do the work of guarding our thoughts. Meditating on Your Scripture. Believing Your truth over believing the lies in our lives. I pray that You would protect us. That You would guide us. That You would change us. And we pray it in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Let me see. Thank you. So glad you're here, excited about this series. Do your homework, get you a note card, start your day with scripture. I want to I close with, I got a text um, this morning from the Owens family and Steve Owens who attends here, uh, one of our members, has been taking chemo treatments and just not doing well. And they asked if we would pray. And I said, yes. And so I want to close out the service by praying for Steve threes and uh, just for God's hand to be on them. God, we know that you care about all of us. And I know you care about Steve. Lord, I thank you for him. Thank you for his faith. I pray right now that he feels your presence with him. And I pray that he knows that you love him. Lord, we ask for your healing power that you would heal him supernaturally or through the power of doctors and medicine. We don't care, Lord. We just we give you the praise and the glory. Just pray you wrap your arms around he and his family today. We pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, thanks for being here today. Have a great week. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to speak with someone about the message you just heard, or if you would like to pray with someone, send us an email at info at eastridge.church. If you feel led to support the ministry at Eastridge, please visit eastridge.church give. Thank you for your generosity. Remember, no matter where you are in life, God loves you. We love you, and you have a family at East Ridge Church.